What up, chat? Hey, hey. How you doing, Benzo? I'm alright. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, it it was kind of nice outside yesterday, and then today it was like, hey, remember that nice cool breeze you had yesterday? Fuck that, it's gone. That's absolutely true. It's way too fucking warm outside, although it's not as warm as it was a couple weeks ago. No, it is. It's, fuck that. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Chet, What's oh, up? first and foremost, welcome to Real Nerd Hours, uh, your favorite slice of life podcast ostensibly about nerd shit. And this week we've got comics and I don't uh, whatever <laughs> we've got we've got things real high energy today yeah you know I'm it's not that I'm tired it's just that like I'm exhausted uh. because I went out drinking last night ah something that I don't normally do during the week no. uh, for for a few reasons mostly because it's torturous to try to get through work after like while being really hungover yeah and. That's not something that I enjoy doing. It's no. just it's not a good time. But you know what? Last night I was feeling it and I was just like, fuck it. I'm gonna go get drunk. All right, let's go. So me and a homie went out uh to this local bar. Uh I do have to say, one of the best happy hours I've ever been to. Oh. It was half off everything. All the drinks. Shit, okay. No food or they had tacos for Taco Tuesday, but it was oh, ground gosh. beef and fucking diced chicken or some shit. Oh, so like, who, the, who the fuck cares about those tacos? Weak. It was yeah. It was it was a weak ass weak ass showing for Taco Tuesday. A plus showing for Happy Hour. Yeah, works for me. So they have like their house drinks. You know, typically cocktails will go for like ten to fourteen dollars yeah. or whatever. So we go there and we had no idea uh-huh. uh, what was going to happen. It was chill as fuck. Eight. They do this thing after 8 p.m. every night where you can ask one of the uh, one of the servers to come over and they flip it. Uh, they flip a coin and you call it. And if you guess right, your drink is $2. Shit, okay. Yeah. So it's pretty fucking sick. <laughs> we went there. Uh, I had every intention of getting fucking tanked. All absolutely right. knackered All as right. they say overseas or whatever across the pond and on this journey to get fucked up we meet this lady her name is sandra hi sandra and this she comes over to us while we're smoking outside yes i've resumed smoking again because <laughs> once you've smoked once you never really quit yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I've met a I've dude. met many of smokers who have backslid. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to, especially yeah. once you start drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. You know what? You live your life how you want to. I knew a dude that I used to work with who actually had a lung removed because of lung cancer, and he still smoked. Yo, damn, that's commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... One of the, uh, this lady comes up to us and typically like I, one red flag for me, 100% is when I meet a woman out in public and she starts flirting with me. Uh-huh. So it's like, what are you trying to sell? Right. Because like I almost go out of my way to make sure people don't approach me. Like I don't smile in public. That might be an exaggeration, <laughs> but like I don't go out of my way to like smile or like seem joyous about anything. Right, right. And I've practiced the resting bitch face. Yeah. And I sit in a manner that isn't open to be spoken to. So right. basically the opposite of how, he, how I carry myself in public. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I just don't want to, I just don't want strangers talking to me. That's fair. So it turns it turns out this lady is fucking plastered. Okay. She comes over and she's just like, "What up, nigga? What okay. up, nigga?" And, and she it's this like Filipino lady. And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, lady. Like this is this is not a good start. Like I'm not going to I'm not going to handle you or anything like that, but you're not you're not making a good first impression." Yeah. And the dude I'm with is just looking at me. He's also black. He's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he's the type of dude, so he's either very lucky or very unlucky. Uh-huh. So tonight some wild shit took place or that night some wild shit took place 
And so this lady's talking to us. She's like, yo, like, what you guys want? I got you. I get free drinks here. Oh, so shit, okay. I got you for whatever. Whatever. Just get, tell me what, just give me what you want and I'll go order it. Why? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And she was just like, I don't, she's, she starts, I don't know why. She never answered why. Okay. She just kept calling us pussies <laughs> and like pointing at us and was like, quit being such a little bitch. You're being a pussy right now. What do you want to drink? What do you want to drink? The person that I went with, hilariously indecisive. Ah. So he waited for me to pick a drink. Sure. And then she was just like, okay, so why are you copying? I'll be right back. (laughs) So she goes to the bar. And he's also a very sensitive guy. Uh So she was doing some light ribbing with us. Sure. And she, oh, God, she goes to the bar and she comes back. She's like. All right, they'll have the they'll have the shots out any second now, and she she started talking shit to him, and she started dancing on me for some reason okay. for some reason. Okay, and this makes me super suspicious. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Like what? Like why are you dancing on me, lady? You don't know me. You're right. You don't. Right. You're, turns out she's forty years old. Uh, you know, I was right about to ask how old she was. Yeah, she's definitely an older lady. Okay. And she was just drunk. She was just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> plastered. What? And so, because she says she gets these drinks for free, she was just like, you guys need anything else? I mean, like, I can get you girls if you want girls. Damn. If you want drugs, I got you for drugs. You want more drinks, she's I got you for hustler. drinks. Yeah, right? And... <laughs> I was I was taken aback to say the least yeah. because like despite the fact that I'm trying to appear unfriendly she's just she's talking to me a whole bunch flirting with me a whole bunch the dude I'm with gets upset and he leaves really because I'm getting the attention that I don't want <laughs> I mean like he wants the attention I like I don't care right, right. like you this isn't we're not going to fuck by the end of the night I mean, and like you you're <laughs> she's really flirting with him by flirting, by flirting with, with me you. yeah yeah so that's that's the type of vibe that i got off of this situation I see. so we go back to our table uh and the shots never come out <laughs> and so she she comes back to the table with us and she's just like all right look i'm gonna leave my purse here if you guys if you guys go anywhere with this i'm gonna get my son He's 18 years old. He's going to come fuck you guys up. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I was just like, the the woman is like maybe 5'2 or 5'3. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, lady, like, look, if you're that concerned about it, take your purse with you, please. Right. Why, why even leave it if you got to make threats? Yeah, right? It's so weird. So she goes... And she's like, she's like talking to different groups of people. She's like really good friends with the uh, bouncer. Uh And she's just like prowling up and down this bar for some reason. And next thing you know, she comes over to the table with three women. And me and my buddy were like, what the fuck is happening right now? are, Are they hookers? No, (laughs) no. As it turns out, these three women moved to San Diego three days ago. Oh, shit. They're all 20. One of them was 21. The other two were 22. Jeez. And they had all just graduated college and they would move down here for work. I see. And this is where the weird shit happens. Well, I guess it's not really much stranger than a strange woman approaching us goes, but... One of them, one of the three women just starts fucking going hard on me. She's like talking cash shit. She said that I look like my boy's dad. (laughs) She said that like I look like I was fucking 40 years old and shit. She said that my laugh was a mix of Santa and Cruella DeVille's and shit. (laughs) And I was just like, Jesus, lady, like I like it's it's like fine that you're sitting here and you're like talking shit. But like. Damn, dog, like, what? You, this, <laughs> what is how you, this? this is how you interact with strangers? This is Holy really shit. fucking weird. Holy shit. And so, Sandy, in the meantime, goes to the bar and orders, like, six drinks for everybody at the table. I, and I was just like, damn, Sandy, what's good? And then, at some point, she picks up her purse, and she was just like, I'll be right back. So, she disappears. 
And like maybe about 10 minutes goes by and we're like, where the fuck did Sandy go? What the fuck is happening? And these other women were sitting at the table. They were just like, you guys don't really know her, do you? <laughs> and we were like, no. <laughs> she just approached us. And so after after a little bit of chatting with these girls, shout out to Sandy for hooking it up. They were very beautiful. Uh, the drinks show up. Hey. And we were like, oh, goddamn, Did she put it on our tab? Is that yeah? Is, 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 is that, that what the she, game here? Yeah, she it was it was a glass of wine, two margaritas, and two Coronas and shit. Hey, and we were like, oh fuck, this this woman just fucking bilked us. Yeah, I'm not paying for this shit. Yeah, I mean, like, not to say that the night was all that fucking expensive because everything was half off, right? So it was it was more like off general principle. Sure, yeah, like it it wouldn't matter if you had ordered those drinks, but. It was under the pretense that you were getting them for free, so... Yeah, yeah. And the Corona, I, if I had to guess, was maybe, like, even half off $2. <laughs> so, and the margarita was 5 or okay, some shit. Yeah. And the you'll wine, be, I'm sure, wasn't... Right. Yeah, it, we, we would have been perfectly fine. So, as it turns out, like, I stopped the, the server, and I'm like, yo, like, who paid for these? She was just like, oh, Sandy did. I was just like, Fuck yo, yeah, Sandy, right. what's good? Like... <laughs> Yo, I'm very happy about this. I'm yeah. very pleased that you decided to pop by and brighten our night. Goddamn. And this, the girl, I, I don't, I, towards the end of the night, I was real drunk. And the girl that was talking shit to me was still going. Goddamn. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, look, so I got work in the morning. So. What's happening? <laughs> and uh, the main girl that was there, um, can't remember. I don't remember any of their names, but she was just like, "Yeah, we should probably go too." And they just disappeared like a fucking whisper it. in the night. It was really weird. And it turns out I had asked uh, the bouncer what happened to Sandy, and he was just like, "Oh, she got kicked out. She was way too drunk. <laughs> she was way too drunk to be in here." That's great. Yeah, and oh. I was like. I, although I didn't get laid that night, didn't expect it to happen. Right. Uh, it still turned out to be better than just sitting at a table with another dude that I yeah. know. Like, uh, having the same conversation that we've had millions of times. <laughs> right. It was really quite that's, interesting. That's something. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Sandy. <laughs> yeah, shout outs to her. She kind of came on, like, a little bit abrasive at first. You know what? I'm going to start leaving my house more often and uh, taking grooming, personal grooming more seriously. Because, in all honesty, I don't... I just went out there unshaven. Yeah. I mean, I normally have a beard, but it's not edged up at all. Right, right. And, like, I should have gotten a haircut, like, six weeks ago. <laughs> but You're getting the mini fro. Yeah, but you know what? The night would have turned out a lot better had I been prepared up front. Yeah, probably. But or maybe that, she wouldn't have approached you. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. Nobody, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. No, yeah. I'm not doing any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn. Yeah, other than that, like, I got my first tattoo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from our mutual friend, Jackie. Yeah. Shout out to Jackie. She uh, She's an apprentice at a shop in Long Beach, and she hooked it up fat. I mean, th I think it's because there was a possibility that she could have really fucked it up. She's doing a bunch for free. Yeah. You have to do some on real people before you can you know really call yourself a tattoo artist yeah so you were one of those people yeah and i definitely volunteered for it and i was very happy to yeah and it looks it looks pretty all right man it's like a little bit itchy oh, yeah, i'll have to it. get closer yeah. to you and show you it's but. in the shadow i can't really <laughs> yeah fair enough but it's he's just black i couldn't see it anyway <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it was it was a good time it hurts it hurts. It's not like very, very painful, but it's not comfortable. Yeah, I can't imagine it being very comfortable. Yeah, and apparently, where I got the tattoo is one of the most sensitive areas to get tattoos. Yeah, yeah. It's Didn't better than that. like a rib cage or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the things that hurt worse are like rib cage and like foot and hands and like. Yeah, I could definitely see. It. Well, I mean, your hands are really sensitive. I'm surprised your feet. 
are on that list, but yeah, whatever. I don't don't have any tattoos. Yeah. I mean, the only bummer for me at least is that she had to shave me beforehand. Oh yeah. And I get like really gnarly razor bumps and shit. So it's not that I have razor bumps on my arm. It just itches a lot around (laughs) the area of the tattoo and it's, and the tattoo itches itself. Yeah. So it's like, fuck, it's all man. I think I'm going to get another one, though. Okay. Uh, at some point. I'm not sure when. Anyway, yeah. outside of all that, outside of leaving the house, which I don't recommend anybody do if you can help it, I watched at least 40 minutes of that Jack Ryan show. Oh, yeah. And that shit was the most dry, <laughs> boring shit that I've watched in a very long time. Well, I haven't gotten around to watching episode or finishing that first episode <laughs> <laughs> or jumping forward, period, yeah. to like see if anything gets more entertaining. I really like John Krasinski. He's a fun actor, but this show really is dragging ass, man. It's supposed to be like a spycraft show. And apparently, like, Jack Ryan could have been the American James Bond or something like that. Mm. Where it was very... It it would be like the American James Bond. Instead of, like, vaguely being a rapist, you'd probably be a (laughs) full-on rapist. And not having any charm about it at all. I mean, not to say that there was a ton of charm in those old James Bond movies, but, like... It definitely doesn't (laughs) translate... Because now it's just like Sean Connery being just a fucking brute. Yeah, he just punches a woman in the face and starts making out with her. (laughs) Then he makes some dumb pun about it. Yeah. I mean, that really penetrated your ears, didn't it? (laughs) No, you penetrated my vagina against my will, but okay, yeah, make a joke about it. That's cool. Pussy galore. God. Some of those names were fucking outrageous, man. I mean, they mean even joke about that one. You know, it was like, like, oh, I'm pussy galore. I must be dreaming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. God. Like through under a magnifying glass, James Bond is super whack, but I still enjoy the movies. I mean, like... In what ways? In like, you've got the really hokey names, the over-the-top villains. Most of them are like completely unrealistic villains. You know, like, hey, we resurrected Hitler. Or, hey, I'm trying to steal all the gold ever just because I love fucking gold. You know, stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, there's James Bond is always alone. Almost always gets caught. And yet never really gets injured. This does change like with the Daniel Craig movies, especially Casino Royale. They made things much more grounded. But then they started going off the rails again a little bit. Granted, it's no satellite beams taking out fucking chunks of the Arctic as in, uh, what was that, Die Another Day? Uh, But uh, yeah, some of those storylines were a little off the wall. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's. I don't think it's nearly as corny as something like a Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible's on some other shit. Yeah, because I mean, I would say that that's a closer analog to James Bond than something like Jack Ryan or yeah. any of those fucking books. Yeah, I mean, James Bond is supposed to be more espionage, but it ends up being, you know, him just going in guns blazing a lot of time, which is Mission Impossible. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds right. Mission Impossible, at least the last three movies, most of their plans have come based out of, like, a huge fuck-up. Yeah. Oh, our mask-making thing won't work. Oh, no. Now we just have to go in by ourselves. Uh Oh, Oh, no. And that's tired. I'm sick of watching that. I'm sure they're going to do another two. Mm -hmm. So... I look forward to watching them. The sixth one, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't as good as either of those first two in the second trilogy. Four or five. I don't remember the last one I saw. I mean, I think it was the one that had um, the the first one where Simon Pegg and uh, what's the name? 
Ving Rhames. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe Ving Rhames. I was thinking Hawkeye. Um, I can't oh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, thank you. Yes. Yeah, he was in that one as well. That was the last one I saw. I want to say, I mean, it was either four or five because they're both in both of them. Right. So. <laughs> I don't remember which it was. <laughs> was it the one with the Burj Khalifa? Yes. Uh, that was Ghost Protocol. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's number four. That sounds right. Yeah. So he's climbing on the side of the fucking building and doing like fantastical shit. That's one thing that I do appreciate about those movies. Like he does a lot of his own stunts and the shots they get because of it are really great. That's true. I was about to make a statement about how actors insisting on doing their own stunts can really fuck over productions. But I mean, if they're insured like a... uh, an actual stunt person, then they can get better shots of it. So it doesn't all have to be like, you know, over the shoulder and behind kind of shots. Yeah. I mean, one thing that really kills me about watching a lot of these Marvel movies is when you see black widow and the hair is covering the face and the figure is just a little bit different. Yeah. It's, you're just like, okay. Yeah. All right. I know it's somebody doing stunts. There's no reason for, Black Widow to be doing a Hurricane Rana right here <laughs> or attempting like, I don't know, a head scissors on somebody like there's n- you don't need all that. No, of course you do. She's you got, not that got, cool. She's not. <laughs> nobody's that. I mean, it, they have to make her appealing in some way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? She's intelligent. OK, she is smart as Tony Stark. Well, no. OK, well, she is smart as Bruce Banner. Well, we'll no, but she's better at at espionage. Oh, okay. So they're doing the spy thing. Well, no, no we're not no. doing a spy thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll find something for her to do. Yeah. Hey, what, we, what if she just inexplicably does wrestling moves on dudes that are twice her size? Fuck I'm, it. Let's go. Put it to print. I mean, like, the thing is, the reason why those are, like, pro wrestling moves is because, like, pro wrestling is a show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that if those moves would work in real life. Yeah, I don't know if this is the most efficient way to take someone down. Yeah, doing your lucha moves here. I don't know, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. What you didn't see? Uh, you didn't see the Hulk super kick someone. Oh God. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'd be down with that. I'm still upset about those movies. Oh, uh, you want to do commentary for all of them? Yeah, totally. All right, we'll do that. You heard it here first, folks, or second, depending on if you read my update from earlier on the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours. Join the Patreon. Uh, we're going to end up doing commentary for every single MCU movie uh, after we stack ranked them. Ranked them. Yes. Uh, the stack rank is on there. Listen to those. Charles and I go over every single one of them, and we talk about them. Some at length, some not. Like, Thor The Dark World, not much needs to be said about that movie. That movie kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, not kind of. It does suck. I think that was the only Marvel movie that I saw in theaters that I was like, wow, that was bad. Just, like, immediately. It was... So, I want to say Iron Man 2 was worse. But I didn't see that in theaters. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. I actually didn't see... Oh, no, I did see the first one in theaters, but it was, like, at a second-run theater. And mm-hmm. I just heard nothing about it. And I was like, wow, that was actually really cool. And then, yeah, there's a bunch that I didn't end up watching in theaters. All of the recent ones I have, though. Except okay. Ant-Man. Except Ant-Man. what? Ant-Man. And oh, the Wasp. Both, uh, both of them are just Ant-Man and Wasp? Well, neither of them, really. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well. just They always come out at inconvenient times that I don't really want to go out of my way to watch it. Yeah. Going to the movies is is an experience. Yes. And... It's an experience that I prefer not to share with anybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been seeing more people, and I think it's largely an age thing, but more people talking about how they really enjoy just going to the movies by themselves. Because if you just want to sit there and enjoy a movie, you don't need anything else. Like, yeah. you're good. I don't need somebody trying to fucking hold my hand in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't want anybody whispering into my ear. See, I just want to sit and watch the fucking movie. I can definitely go either way because I have certain people that I see a lot of movies with and we will just crack jokes the whole time while not disturbing anybody else. And like, that's that's fine. That's part of the experience in that moment. But if it's something that I really just want to watch and enjoy, 
I'd rather not say shit. I mean, if if I'm going to the movies, presumably I really want to watch and enjoy what I'm watching. Right. So if I don't really want to see something such as Skyscraper starring The Rock, <laughs> I wait for it to be on a streaming service and then I watch it through there. Yeah. yeah. That movie fucking sucks, by the way. <laughs> In case you hadn't heard it enough. Yeah, that movie's fucking terrible. It's so weird. It's so nonsensical. The kids are there just as, like, plot devices. Well, yeah, that's what kids are for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear that? You hear that, people listening? If you have kids, they're only used for plot devices. So you better make sure that the plot that they're used in is a good one. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. If your child isn't at least, like, 16 years old, or if you haven't put them to work as a child actor, like, what are they really doing in your life? What are they... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you getting out of them? Aside from, you know, the whole being fulfilled as a person and, that's, you know, I, that's the joy of parenthood. Your brain chemistry changes after those kids come out. Yeah. You're a different person. That aside, what are you really getting out of them? Ask nothing. yourself. Absolutely nothing. Don't listen to this and then, like, put a pillow to your kid's face or something. No, it's if you if you've got one foot in the game, you've already lost. <laughs> Just hold the L. Yep, that's it. And maybe one day they'll make enough money to take care of you. That's the dream. I mean, just put them on YouTube or something. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Just document your whole life. Yeah. Give your kids no sense of privacy. Unboxing videos. Do that. Unboxing videos with with kids present are super popular for some reason. I mean, because kids want to see what other kids think about toys. They don't want to see some weird grown fucking man unboxing this Power Rangers RPM toy. You got a point. You got a point. (laughs) I know kids drive so much of the YouTube market. It's absurd. That's why the Johnny Johnny thing is so popular. God, I'm actually very sick of those memes. Oh, yeah. Like that meme format. It was funny for like maybe a day. And... Because it's so locked into the, you know, okay, even if it's Denzel, Denzel, yes, papa, drinking beer, no, papa, open your mouth, ha, 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 like, that's it, that's the fucking joke, okay, Denzel drinks beer, that's it. Yeah, that's, I mean, okay, cool, congratulations. You got me. I fucking hate that. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. It was funny for a day. It It was funny when it first popped up. Because the kid looks so fucking weird with his big head. <laughs> yes. Now, what's also funny is that there's other animations of, like, grandpa eating sweets. And then dad's also like, hey, <laughs> stop that. And you're like, can't your dad eat sweets, too? Dude, his wife can't. His mother can't. Yeah. Like, nobody in the house is allowed to eat anything. Nah. Why do you even have... Well, no, he actually he's just eating sugar. So that that would actually be a problem. Why are you just eating straight sugar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we got we've got our stipend from the big communist government here <laughs> in whatever country we live in, and they only allow us so much sugar, Johnny. If you keep eating it, I'm gonna cut you up, and we're gonna eat you for dinner one night, Johnny, 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 Johnny Versace. That was my steam name for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. God. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Patreon, get on there. Oh, yeah. Join the Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours for your content desires for and wants. Quality content. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. We have a lot of fun on there. Yeah. Just do it. It's it. Imagine this, but more focused and possibly drunk. Yeah, more focus is definitely for sure. <laughs> I feel like these formats should switch. You know, there's a chance of that. <laughs> We're do- uh, yeah, maybe. Eh. Whatever. Eh. We've come too far. Hey, we'll put and up a poll in the Patreon. <laughs> 100 we're we're coming up on episode 100 yeah and we're fucking getting amped for that yeah we're making pins uh if you want to see what the design looks like i posted the patreon update link on facebook and on reddit you can go on there click it there's an image of what chet designed for what's going to be our pin for yeah. the for the episode i gotta say i'm real happy with it I yeah think it sick. <laughs> yeah it looks fucking dope i'm fucking amped right now yeah so it's a it's a pin that says anime sucks and it's stylized and those are going to get made and 
They'll be sold in bundles with the cassette tape, or you can buy them by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep. It'll be good. Yeah, definitely. We're still working on those episodes. We can't tell you what they'll be. But it'll be fun, and it'll be something different. Yeah, way fucking different. Anyway, chat, let's move on. Yeah, so I finally finished Invincible, the comic series. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, that was, I think, the only American comic series where I started and finished it, partially because they did never end. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it, it either just keeps going or it reboots or whatever, but a lot of them don't have a defined start and finish. This one does, so that's always nice. But it's a really good series. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. And uh, I highly recommend. I really like the ending. Oh, you did? I really like the ending. So the ending with the montage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was very satisfied with it. Um, They could have ended it in several ways, and I'm glad they did it the way they did. I I could understand someone being upset about it with, like, things being too convenient. I guess yeah, yeah, one way you could say it. Yeah. But no, I'm cool. I'm cool with how they wrapped everything up. And but then they also left it open ended enough so that they could do sequels and whatever. Yeah. Which, did they? Uh no. Well, no, I don't think the so. They had a few spin off books and those didn't go that well. I see. I assuming because Rob Kirkman is fucking busy. Oh. And well. he was super busy at the time. So busy, in fact, that there were several hiatuses during the book's run. Yeah. Like, like several months. I noticed that, like, there's only 144 issues. And I don't remember when it started, but I know it ended in, like, 2017. Yeah. Which was surprising to me. I thought it had finished a while ago. But seeing that it was 2017, I'm like, oh, this really took a while to get through. Yeah. Yeah. It. I don't recall when it started, to be honest with you. Early 2005, maybe? I don't remember. We talk about it. In fact, in the very first night school that's on the Patreon, patreon.com slash realnerdhours, uh, Charles, uh, one of our previous guests, goes through and he explains the entire story because it's his favorite American comic ever. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang my hat on that one as well. Largely because it's the only one that has a defined start and finish that I've gotten through. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pro limited run comics. There are books that I've read, such as uh, Jupiter Circle and Jupiter's Legacy, where I feel like those books would have been better off with longer runs. They're six issues a piece, and I think they have, or six issues per volume, and I think each one has two volumes. That's pretty short yeah and the story towards the end is very sloppily told (laughs) and like you it seems like they just drop a bunch of shit in between issue five and six and things just solve themselves by the end of issue (sighs) six and it's not good i mean maybe mark wade is just a fucking hack (laughs) like they're just plot holes like things that are never resolved that's certainly a possibility (laughs) yeah I mean, it could be lazy writing. It could be a, a confluence of things, but mm. I'm not a fan of that that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, based on that, based on me enjoying Invincible, if Denzel, Charles, or if anybody listening has any recommendations for other American comic runs that aren't fucking infinite, let me know. There was one book by Mark Wade that I think you might like. I don't know if it's still running, but it's called Irredeemable. Uh-huh. It was initially supposed to be a Superman story. Uh-huh. And it was basically like if one of the villains killed Lois. I think they did something similar in Injustice. Yeah. So it initially Mark Wade wanted to write it for DC, mm-hmm. but it was like in the mid-90s or some shit. Uh-huh. And okay. they were just like... Superman's our flagship dude. Right. We can't have you doing this to him. It would be too dark. Yeah, exactly. So Mark Wade, Mark Wade decided to write Irredeemable, which is essentially about if Superman went bad and all the villains and 
like the Justice League team up to try to stop him, but he's like slowly killed everybody on the planet. Jeez. So it's like a barren wasteland. It's fucking crazy. It's oh. it's an interesting read. Okay. I didn't finish it, but it could have gone off the rails. It could have been real <laughs> bad. Somebody write in and let us know. Yeah. 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 No, I'll check it out. Yeah. Oh. Irredeemable. I'm I'm fine with stories that start well and end poorly like I'll I'll get through them, you know, and then I finished Bleach. Like that says enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think that tells the tale right there. Yeah, Just that woof. That got bad. Yeah, it did. But I finished it. Yeah. Uh, so in other news, Nike decided to run a Colin Kaepernick ad campaign. Yeah, and. Uh, as a special fuck you to the NFL, they decided to buy an ad slot during Thursday night football during the game, which is fucking sick. <laughs> That's fucking sick. This is big ass middle finger. I actually, I saw that the NFL responded to it. Like they finally said something else other than what they have been, but I didn't actually read the details of that. Oh, I just know that they had to respond because I wonder what the fuck they said. Yeah, actually, now I want to know. I'm sure most of the listeners know this, but if you're listening at home, the way to boycott something isn't to burn shit that you've already purchased. <laughs> so fucking dumb. What you do is you go in and you burn down one of their stores. There you go. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That was a joke. It would be effective, though. Yes. But don't do it. And Colin, Ka- like, I, this is a business move through and through, right? Like, you... There's not like a corporate entity that's like evil with like mad tendrils and shit that's like covered in slime or whatever. That's like, hey, 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 we're gonna we're gonna make so much money by supporting Kaepernick. No, what it probably is is a few employees that work there thought this would be like an extraordinary thing to do for Colin Kaepernick and say like, hey, like look, uh, he's doing something good for social justice. And we think that it would be cool to put him in some ads. And nobody at Nike would say fucking no to that because he'd be insane to. Yep. So they did it. And I mean, it's nothing impressive. It's nothing. It's nothing crazy. It's just normal shit. This is another corporate move, dog. And I'm glad they're using their reach to be able to say something important. But at the same time, at the end of the day, uh, same old shit. Corporations going to corporate, and yes, even though Nikes are made in sweatshops in Indonesia, I still buy them. They're still good shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the NFL response is just a short, vapid sort of like, oh, we believe in social justice, and unity. no, they don't. Fuck yeah, yeah, them. no, no, fuck of course the NFL. Not. Which, uh, however, I will say is progress for them because I don't think they've said even that before. What they're probably hoping is like to somewhat rewrite history with that response. Yeah. Because people what what people don't seem to understand is like history is history. Mm-hmm. Like whether you remember what happened or not, like shit still goes down with or without you, right? And there's records of most things that most significant events will be recorded. Like you it wouldn't even take that much work to convince somebody that it's all upside supporting Kaepernick, like literally, like yeah, whatever. You you lose people who are buying the Air Monarchs, which are <laughs> yeah. their fucking worst shoe. Okay, fine, whatever. You lose people who buy shorts and socks. They'll switch over to fucking Under Armour and reflect in their sales like a quarter of a percent. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really know what the breakdown of Nike's market is, like what moves the most and whatnot. You know, I'm sure that's very internal sort of data, but um, their market share is insane. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of stuff being purchased by a lot of people over several places, many of whom may agree with Colin Kaepernick, many of whom may not care. And I think that's the other thing that people aren't getting is that, yeah, you may not like that Collins kneeling, but if you're neutral on it, you're probably not going to stop buying Nike products. You have to yeah. be vehemently against Colin Kaepernick. I mean, like, 
What? So you're gonna switch from Nike socks to Hanes socks? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna fucking start buying Hanes shit. You're going to start buying fucking Under Armour shit. You're not going to start buying fucking Palladium boots out of nowhere because you, you're sick of Nike's bullshit. Yeah. What you're going to do is you're going to try to find another brand that suits your needs. You'll probably go with a New Balance because they already came out in support of Trump. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, people are dumb. People are dumb. But I'm also going to say, you know, don't don't trip over yourself trying to support Nike now. Because they are still a faceless corporation and use sweatshop labor. Yeah. I mean, like, look. There are so many things in this world, and I'm sure I've said this before. Ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. Denzel's sure he's said this before. Uh, <laughs> there's hardly any clean business in the U.S. I think there's a... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is a communist... Uh, one of the tenets of communism, that there is no such thing as ethical consumption... Yeah, so, I mean, I can't really disagree with that because some basically all capitalism, there's winners and losers. Yeah. So you're exploiting someone somewhere. Doug, th- this fucking idiot on Twitter, Ken Klippenstein, I think his name is, posted a tweet of uh, Jim Carrey saying, thank you, Nike. And then he juxtaposed it with a photo of like a news title that says like, Nike Nike employees in Indonesia make like five cents an hour and are exposed to beatings. <laughs> but like the irony is Ken's probably got a fucking iPhone right. or an Android phone yeah. where they have suicide nets on the floor. So if anybody dares to climb up high enough anywhere and tries to jump off, there's a net to catch them. So like you can you can try to ride your high horse about consumption in the US. And this is partially the reason why like uh ethically i'm not necessarily concerned with being a vegan because like this is gonna go down to the dark road Uh but like me personally my consumption relative to the rest of the people in the u.s does not matter no but at the same time you can't have a bunch of people saying that no yeah if if everybody says that like if all the people who had that sentiment did stop then you would see real change yeah you would see a change you would see a change but like yeah no i'm not gonna stop buying nikes yeah no no they're fucking comfortable shoes dog and they look nice yeah and like adidas is catching up like in some ways but i'm still almost wholly team fuck adidas I'm wearing Adidas Banging right on now. my chest. But that's just because these were on sale and Nikes weren't. Yeah. I, I don't have any brand loyalty when it comes to shoes. I do. Yeah. I do. I like Converse's. I like Vans. And I like Nikes. I've never bought a pair of New Balances in my life and I never will. Yeah, I don't think I ever will. Like, that's regardless of their politics. They just don't look good. No, they don't. They, they look mega washed. <laughs> they now have skate shoes that I think look pretty nifty. Huh. But, like... They look like Adidas Sambas. They oh, look like okay, sure. uh, Nike. This I can't remember the shoe called. The shoe is called, but it starts with a V. There are a lot of there are a lot of shoes that look like those shoes in I, particular. I see. So the only thing I'd be paying for would be the version of them with an N on the side. Okay. So because <laughs> you know you gotta it. rep New Balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. No. It really does not. I, try to try to consume ethically if you like if at all possible but if at all possible yeah. don't shop at shell gas stations don't don't buy nikes i mean not because they're supporting colin kaepernick but because of the indonesian la- actually just don't buy don't, don't buy, buy anything don't buy anything don't <laughs> don't consume don't cut well, <laughs> you can you can buy shoes that are handcrafted in the u.s if you want to pay five to hundred dollars a pair, I mean they look nice. They certainly probably, do, and they'll, they'll they're probably, probably last you for yeah, a long. They're probably time. better quality. There are trench boots that you can buy by a lot of American boot companies, yeah, yeah. and those can just be resold, uh, as in re resold s o l e d. Yes, yes. Uh, because after you wear out the tread on them, they can just be reapplied, and those that's good, probably your best option. Yeah, good to go. Could you imagine a world? Where we lived in a society where capitalism didn't exist and everybody just had trench boots. God. Or Toms. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That's not a life that I want to live. I don't know about you, Chad. I'll I'll stick with my Indonesian slave labor. 
That sounds yeah. horrible, but you know what? You're all doing the same thing. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just aware of it. I mean, God, we're awful people. No, we're all awful. Yeah. <laughs> As Western capitalists, we're all awful people, and you should feel bad, but you probably won't, and just continue living your life. Yeah. God bless America. Yeah. No, fuck, no, fuck that. <laughs> All right, let's just get into questions from the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. And uh, yeah, leave a question in the question and comments thread every week. Yeah. Only got a couple this week. First one comes at us from Juice Campbell. He asks, have either of you ever supported something through crowdfunding? What project did you support and what platform was it? Indiegogo, Patreon, GoFundMe, etc. Does Patreon count as a crowdfunding platform? I mean, I guess. It's not funding one project, but you are funding as a crowd. Okay. Well, does Mass Drop count? I wouldn't count that. That's closer okay. to like a Groupon to me. Okay. Well, that's fair. Uh, I mean, we're supporting The Dick Show on patreon yeah, we're supporting amanda the, the, stevens uh, midna ash and chapo trap, trap house, house. Yep. yeah those are the people we're supporting on patreon right now uh i mean i'll link them i'm i'm not gonna link dick's show i guess because you guys already <laughs> know already what that know. is but uh, the people we're supporting on patreon will link below yeah. but other than that i haven't supported any crowdfunding campaign on kickstarter indiegogo gofundme anything like that yeah, I, I aside from this show and whatever this show is funding, I'm also supporting Nikki on Patreon. But um, I did once do a Kickstarter, and there's a reason why I'll never do a Kickstarter because that was mighty number nine. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking yeah, hold that L. Hold yeah, that fucking L. I will have to hold this fucking L cuz I had, like that was 2013 was when the campaign started, so that was like when I first got a real job, so I had money and like I love Mega Man. I love the Mega Man series. I want more of it. I'm excited for Mega Man 11. I want more Mega Man X games, but, you know, we'll get there when we get there. But this was, you know, the next best thing. And I'm like, yo, this looks dope. This is basically Mega Man. It's made by KG Inafune. Like, let's do this. And I went in for $90 because I wanted the, uh, I think that was where you get the shirt, the soundtrack, all the DLC and something else. But yeah, I, I got a bunch of stuff, you know. They have I think they've released everything except for the DS port, 3DS and PSP port. Um but yeah, that game fucking sucks. And that's all I need to never do a Kickstarter again. Like between how long it took, the either annoy it was like weekly updates or so of just bullshit information that no one cares about and like for real updates it would be like twice a month or uh, twice a year rather and yeah that just wasn't cool so then when it finally came out and i finally played it game fucking sucked and that's it and i mean but was it bad because it was emulating exactly what it was coming from no okay it was the new shit that they tried that really threw me off like it wasn't even if you sell me a Mega Man like game and you change some things up, that's fine. Like, you know, if your main character is a close range fighter or your gun doesn't go full screen or you slide instead of dashing, whatever, that's fine. This changed fundamental, like kind of universal gameplay mechanics of even just side scrollers. Because the way the general gameplay works is that to kill an enemy, you shoot them a bunch until they take enough damage and go into like the stun state, and then you have to dash through them. And the idea is that you're supposed to be going through the game quickly. So you kill an enemy, just dash right through them. Kill an enemy, dash right through them. There is a learning curve to that that's not just 
it's awkward, but it's also super like non-intuitive and you really have to unlearn a lot of things. But beyond that, the level design sucked and the boss design sucked. Oh. So with those sins committed, fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough, I guess. That was like that was it, you know. I I played through like three stages. And there was one stage that I didn't get through because like there was a bunch of hazards that you had to like dash under, but the hitboxes on those hazards were really inaccurate. So like I would, you know, get up close enough to them so that I can get under and and it's like, "No, if you start the dash too close to it, you're not technically in the dash state yet, so you just died. Okay, well, let me do it from farther away then. Okay, well, your dash didn't go long enough, so you stood up into the hazard and you died. I'm like, okay, that's go, really go fucking cool that this is how you introduce that hazard is like one of the hardest ones to get past. Fair enough. Yeah, so it was stupid and I was done with it. And shout outs to uh, Shenmue 3 which still hasn't come out yet, but raised three mil on the platform. God, there's so many games that were promised and look dope and just have never come out. Are they? I, I wonder how many are still pending. Like how many are being worked on? I, that is an excellent question. Shit, I know a guy. He had a uh, he had a board game concept, and he did a Kickstarter for it, and he took the money and ran he had a he had a new girlfriend and he spent all oh, the money was on that her. the one that uh our homegirl worked on <sighs> perhaps it was a monster girl card game thing boy took the took the money and run and ran he eventually delivered on it but it was years later and it, he definitely could have come out with the game on time and made a profit if he didn't spend all his money on his new girlfriend. Yeah. What was it? It was like $17,000 or something, something like that. It was stupid. Yeah. It was a successful campaign. It was a cool, uh, it was a cool game that he made. Yeah. It was a nice concept. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not good. Not a good look. <laughs> Super shady. Yeah. Definitely. Super shady. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with any sort of like project based, uh, crowdfunding thing. Like, Something like a GoFundMe where it's a very clear, like, hey, we're trying to get this person's hospital bills paid. That's you basically telling them, I don't care where this money is going per se. Just take this. You're going through some shit. I also have never done that, but I'm not, like, categorically against it. Yeah. Whereas Kickstarter, fucking done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now join our new Kickstarter at kickstarter.com slash real nerd hours. No, that's not a real thing. Don't go to that. I don't even know if that's how URLs work on that side. I, you know, I have no idea. <laughs> I, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Portuguese Charlie asks, So Denzel, and chat if he wants, All In has come and gone. The biggest non-WWE event held on American soil since the WCW days. Put together by a group of independent wrestlers with their friends that sold out 10,000 tickets in about 29 minutes. What are your thoughts on it? I thought it was amazing that it showed everyone that the market for non-WWE wrestling is at its best. That, so, although I am impressed at them selling out the pay-per-view, what I'm not impressed by is people's reaction to it. Mm. People are pretending that ROH doesn't, isn't around, even though that was like basically a special ROH show. Their Ring of Honor is what ROH stands for. For those of you who aren't in the wrestling, no. And He's referring to me, <laughs> my eyes glazed over. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, and they're acting like TNA or Impact Wrestling doesn't exist. I've heard of those. So if the problem here is that all in, let's say they start a promotion, it's going to end up just like those other promotions ring of honor and tna especially if they're doing regular shows this wasn't this wasn't something that saved independent wrestling <laughs> from like the evil 80s style conglomerate wwe that absorbed all the indies out there no that's that's not what this was what it was was a really good show put on by two four six maybe people who are exceedingly good at branding and marketing (laughs) and they put on one of the most successful independent um one of the most successful independent wrestling shows ever 
which is impressive in itself, but it's not saving wrestling. Mm-hmm. Though I will admit, I don't have the knowledge of re- like I'm not some wrestling expert. Sure, but I can tell you that much. Uh, the likelihood that if they start a promotion. It's going to end up just like everything else that's in the U.S. That's not WWE. Like, the chances are fucking high. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a good show. It was a good show. They did a good job. They kicked ass. And isn't that what truly matters? Yeah. 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 Well, there you have it. I have no thoughts on the matter because I don't know anything about this shit. That's for the best. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just... That seems like a rabbit hole that... I feel like it would take a bit for me to get sucked into like the bits I've seen uh, largely from uh, from New Japan. It seems cool, but not something that I would get. You're you're either from what I found with wrestling. There's no like gradual grade for it. So you're either into it or you're not. Ah, And like it's not something you'll find out upon first viewing. What it is is like after maybe about five or six times of watching, you'll be like, yo. This is fucking sick. But if if not, then you'll just never get it. Gotcha. Well, guess it's not for me then. <laughs> Crimson Beanie asks, I'm trying to learn to how to cook, but I suck at it. Got any stupid, easy, stupid, delicious recipes? Yeah, man. Yeah, cooking. Cooking. The best thing that I can recommend for you is find something that you've made in the past that you kind of like and make it until you really, really, really like it. Not, I don't mean that, I don't mean by just cooking it over and over so it becomes like your favorite palate, like your palate adjusts to it and you're like fucking dude and old boy where you can't eat anything else and when you do you throw up everywhere that's not what i mean what i mean is adjust the recipe as much as you like until you come out with something that you enjoy not by like wild leaps and jumps like if the recipe's asking for a teaspoon of salt don't fucking put in two tablespoons <laughs> because that's a big difference yeah it's a it's a huge difference like maybe but if it is asking for like a teaspoon of cayenne pepper and you want it to be a little bit spicier why not add in two or three see where that goes yeah cooking it's a very imprecise art like or at least that's how i do it some people are very to the t follow this recipe you know it measure everything out that is not how i operate at all i laugh at nikki when she does like when she's trying out a new recipe because unless something's really complicated it doesn't need to be that to the T, you know, if it says, Hey, you need a cup of water and you add a cup and a half. Okay. Maybe your shit's going to be a little bit watery, but you know what? It's still going to be the same base recipe. Right. And yeah, I'm going to say the biggest thing rather than finding one particular recipe that, you know, that you can cook is figure out what it is that you like and just experiment. Cause it takes a lot to burn food. It takes a lot to, well, it doesn't matter if you undercook food cause you can always cook it more. Yeah. So don't be afraid of making a mistake like undercooking your food. You just, if you're cooking chicken, cut it and take a look. If you're cooking steak, cut it and take a look. Like it's okay. Unless you're serving at a restaurant where you're expected to be knowing, knowing this stuff, you can experiment with the stuff and uh, it's all right. I would say if you really want something that's just simple and delicious to cook, honestly, shrimp scampi. Shrimp is super easy to cook. It's very fast and it doesn't require a lot of ingredients and it'll impress the date. It tastes good. You know, it's simple, easy and delicious. And it's not super expensive unless you're buying really high quality shrimp, which you probably don't need to do because it's being covered in garlic butter. Yeah. And also shrimp should be cheap anywhere you go. Don't, don't ever pay too much for, I mean, I guess you won't know what too much is until you go out and you look around and see what your average is. Yeah. But go somewhere like Vons or Safeway, depending on what area you're in, Albertsons, whatever. Yeah, most supermarkets should carry 
some regular scram. Oh, do buy them raw. However, it will make it taste better. Yeah, buy buy your scramps raw always. Uh, I I also recommend uh, taking it very slowly at first. Yeah, don't don't try to fucking bake a souffle on your first attempt. Yeah, there's no need to to get super fancy with it. Um. Oh, another thing. A common mistake for beginners to make is just turning their flame way too high, especially when cooking on the stove. With an oven, it'll usually say, like, hey, preheat to 400, and you know what to do. When on a stove, they often won't tell you, like, hey, don't turn this to max because it will burn everything. Just turn it down. It's okay. It will. Your water will still boil. Your stuff will still cook, but it's less likely to burn the lower your flame is. I do recommend sticking to the recipe to a T when you first cook it. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're just starting out, you can't eyeball amounts of, like, seasoning. Yeah, yeah. It, especially if you're you're sensitive to seasons, seasonings. Like, you, you really don't want to over-season your stuff. So it probably is better to to follow the recipe. But don't sweat it if you're off by a little bit. Yeah. It's, you know. Oh, no. I put one and a quarter teaspoons of this thing in here. No. No. Do one. you mean heaping teaspoon or level teaspoon? No. Uh, Actually, no. <laughs> Nikki recently uh, did make a mistake like that where she's making sloppy joes. The recipe called for half a teaspoon. And she's like, okay, I want it a little spicier than that. So I'll pull it in a full teaspoon. She put in a whole teaspoon tablespoon of cayenne pepper <laughs> so those were some they had some good kick to them i mean cayenne pepper is not that hot no no she, no. she could get through it is she, is she a spice baby she is a spice baby but oh. she's growing up she's getting better she's oh, now a spice shit. child oh good 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 on you nikki yeah uh i make this brazilian shrimp stew mm. i mean it's called brazilian shrimp stew but it's not brazilian per se mostly because i don't use palm oil mainly because like it's gathered by largely doing deforestation in areas and it's like really bad for the environment and i i was saying earlier that i don't live ethically and i don't currently but like there's no reason for me to add to that (laughs) if i can help it you don't need to get bald eagle eggs for this omelet (laughs) yeah yeah you i don't need palm oil for this i just use coconut oil i'll post the recipe in the uh show notes but I I do or I did make some tweaks to it for my personal enjoyment, such as the example that I used for cayenne pepper earlier is for real, for real. Uh, they say one tablespoon. I put in three, and then I also cook it with jalapeno, uh, which doesn't it really doesn't add anything to it. To be honest with it you, does. it probably I, adds a nice flavor to it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I don't use any citrus because I like the the hardiness of the coconut milk and the tomato. Mm. I also let it reduce a lot longer. The tomato portion of it, mm-hmm. I add in less coconut milk, but those are tweaks for my personal right, enjoyment. Right. I'll just post the recipe. You can do it once. It's pretty cheap to make and it's fairly healthy. So you'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah. Actually, a lot of stews are very simple to make and will feed you for a while. And oh yeah. The beauty of a stew is that it's really, really easy to alter like if it's not salty enough you literally just add more salt it's too salty add water it's amazing (laughs) yeah and you can also taste the broth early in the process before you add meats to it or anything like that to see how the broth tastes because that's the important part of the stew yeah like i the shrimp i could live without honestly yeah in fact, what I do with the recipe, oftentimes, I've made it five times so far, uh, and I go between using shrimp and tilapia, mm-hmm. and the cook time is different for both of those, yeah. but it tastes about the same. The protein that you're putting into it doesn't really matter. I assume it would change a lot with using like a beef or, or like chicken or chicken yeah. something but yeah there are a lot of good recipes out there for beginners yeah you can just eventually what what'll happen is once you've found the one recipe that you really like that you make like two or three times in a month uh you can you'll write down the recipe the way that you like it and that'll be permanent for you you'll mm-hmm. have your own little 
cookbook at home of recipes that you really enjoy and things that you can cook whenever you're ready. And you'll, it's not that you'll be the best chef in the world, but you'll know how to cook something that you like. And that's what matters. Yeah. There's a few recipes that I'm, I'm, if I remember to, I'll send to Denzel that some of them, they'll, they'll vary in difficulty, but they'll impress. Okay. Some of them are easy and will still be like, wow, what is this? Some of them, you know, they take some time, but they will really be like, wow, what the hell is this? Why have I never had potatoes this good before? Mm. I've got that recipe on lock. Okay. It's delicious, and it's very unhealthy. Oh, mm, yikes. Does it have a lot of dairy in it or something? It's all cheese. Oh, I can't eat that. But it's delicious. However, even if you can't eat dairy, the principles in it, I think, could be applied to something that isn't uh, dairy-based. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For you I also, experts out there. Yeah. I own a bunch of cookbooks, like a bunch of them, and I've gone through... So many of them. Uh, this is something that I don't recommend to anybody, actually. <laughs> don't buy cookbooks. Don't. Because what ends up happening is in those cookbooks, there are you'll find like one or two recipes that you really fuck with. Yeah. And the rest of it's trash. Yeah. Because once you've eaten enough food and prepared enough food, you can look at the ingredients and know what it's going to taste like. Yeah, you pretty much know what you're going into. And it's like, yeah, I have a recipe that's similar to this, but this one sucks. I'm going to stick with my recipe. Yeah. Stupid cookbook. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you'll you'll look at a recipe and you'll just change the ingredients entirely. <laughs> yeah, now it's no longer the same fucking dish. Yeah, because you don't like fucking cardamom. Or, <sighs> yeah, cardamom is pretty overpowering. Yeah, or star anus. <laughs> but or brown I mean, star. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, thanks everybody for writing in to this week's edition of Real Nerd Hours. I've been Denzel. I've been Chet. You can follow the show on Twitter at X Real Nerd Hours. You can follow me on Twitter at that Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast and groups slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast. And you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next Thursday. Y'all have a good night. Bye.